The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. And greetings, friends, all around the world. It's coming, and it's coming soon. Oh, yes, I know that people like to make fun of the idea that the end is near. Very funny. But I urge you to watch world events as Jesus Christ commanded. You, my friends, will begin to see the very pattern of world events unfolding, which your own Bible describes as the time of the end. These events will quickly happen, and they will happen unexpectedly. I really wrote this very script on September 11th, the very anniversary of the terrible attack on the World Trade Center in New York, where nearly 3,000 people were killed. Remember that awful time? Remember the World Trade Center being smashed into by two giant airplanes? Again, remember the nearly 3,000 human beings killed on that very day? And it all happened so unexpectedly. My friends, the God of the Bible is real, and he is now beginning to intervene in human affairs. Like the Twin Towers in Lower Manhattan, the American and British peoples are beginning to totter just before they completely fall down for the greatest national tribulation in all of human history will occur within the next several years of your life. You need to understand ahead of time. You need to know how you and your loved ones may escape many of these things soon to come, for there is a way of escape. Jesus said so. Stay tuned. My friends, the Jesus Christ of your Bible describes a soon-coming great tribulation. Notice the inspired words in your own Bible. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 24. Matthew 24 in your Bible, beginning in verse 3. These are the words of Jesus the Christ. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be, and what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? He did say the end of the earth. And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet." For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. He talks about terrible earthquakes, great earthquakes, in Luke chapter 21, in Luke's version of it. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, and you will be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Now, notice as we drop down a few more verses, verse 20, and pray that your flight may not be in the winter or on the Sabbath. So we're to pray that we have not to flee on the Sabbath, and we're to pray that it is not in the winter. We are going to have to flee. That is God's true people. There is a place of safety on this earth from the great tribulation. 
For then there will be great tribulation, Jesus said, such as has not been since the beginning of the world until this time, no, nor ever shall be. The greatest tribulation, Jesus said, in human history. And unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. All flesh would be annihilated off this planet. Understand that that's what the Bible says. It says that. No flesh would be saved, but for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. All right, turn with me now to the Gospel of Mark, my friends, to Mark's version of this description of the Great Tribulation. Let's break into here in verse 17. But woe to those who are pregnant and to those with nursing babies in those days, and pray that your flight, you see, there is a time to flee to safety. You're not raptured off, you flee. Pray that your flight be not in the winter. If you were to be raptured up to heaven, the weather wouldn't make any difference. But you flee to a place of safety. For in those days there will be tribulation, such as has not been from the beginning of creation, which God created until this time, known or ever shall be. The greatest tribulation since God created man on this earth. Do you get it? The God who inspired this book, the Holy Bible tells us clearly that the very greatest national tribulation in all human history will occur just before Christ returns. Every human being will be affected, my friends, for Jesus said all life would perish unless the Creator God intervenes. Turn to Luke 21 now and your Bible, Luke's account of this time. Turn to Luke 21 picking up in verse 25. There will be signs in the sun, in the moon, and in the stars, and on the earth, distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them from fear and the expectation of these things which are coming upon the earth. For the powers of the heaven will be shaken. Then, he said, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now, when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. Yes, God is going to redeem us, but these things have to happen first, and we need to understand what we'd better be doing in the meantime. But why does this truly awful tribulation have to come first? And what nation, which nations will be mostly affected? In my last Tomorrow's World program, I showed you clearly, if you heard it, from the Bible and from history, the prophetic identity of the American and British-descended peoples. For we have been mightily blessed, my friends, above all peoples on the earth. We've been blessed because Almighty God promises to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob great blessings. He told them these things would happen. In Genesis 35 and verse 11, God predicted that we would become a great nation and a great company or commonwealth of nations as I described in detail in my last program, we, British and American peoples, became the ruling nations of the entire world for about 200 years. Together, we won World War I. Together, we won World War II, the first Gulf War, and many other conflicts. And now our power and wealth is being taken away. Why? At this point, my friends, I want to offer you the most popular booklet we have ever published this booklet is entitled, 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return. This booklet will take you step by step through the key events leading up to Christ's return. 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return spells out 
the vital world events to watch for, announcing Christ's return to earth as King of Kings. It describes and documents the specific signs, even more than I can do in this brief telecast. So call or write today. You can also order this booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. And you can follow us at Tomorrow's World on Facebook and on Twitter. Just ask for your free copy of our exciting booklet on the 14 signs. That's all you need. Call now. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Again, my friends, your Bible predicts a soon-coming great tribulation. It will be the greatest national tragedy in human history. Who will be affected the most and why? Remember in my last program, I explained to you in detail that the British descended and American peoples are the descendants of the ten tribes of ancient Israel. We are among the so-called lost ten tribes. Remember, Judah or the Jews were only part of ancient Israel. A lot of people get that mixed up. Many ministers even think Israel is Judah and Judah is Israel. All Californians are Americans, but all Americans are not Californians. Do you get it? Judah was one of 12 tribes. The other 11 tribes of ancient Israel were not Judah. And for a period of about 200 years, Israel and Judah were separate peoples, and they were often at war with one another. Israel was at war against the Jews, and all historians understand that. Get it. Notice a powerful prophecy now in the book of Jeremiah for our peoples now. Remember the book of Jeremiah was written over 100 years after ancient Israel's first captivity. It's talking about Israel here apart from Judah. So think about it. A yet future captivity is talked about here in Jeremiah chapter 30. Notice what it says. It was written over 100 years after the only captivity that ancient Israel ever went into. Turn to Jeremiah 30, verse 4. Now, these are the words the Lord spoke concerning Israel and Judah. For thus says the eternal God, We have heard a voice of trembling, of fear, and not of peace. Ask now and see whether man is ever in labor with child. So why do we see every man with his hands on his loins like a woman in labor? Men bent over because they're scared to death. All faces turn pale. Alas, for that day is great, so that none is like it. There's no day in human history like this, God says. None is like it. This time is described several times in your Bible, including some we've already read. Jesus said, it's never been before, never shall be again in Matthew 24. And we saw it again described that way in Mark chapter 13. It's described that way again 
in, in, in the book of, of Daniel in chapter 12 and described that way again in the fifth chapter of Ezekiel. The greatest time of trouble in human history and it's coming on the peoples of modern Israel. Alas, that day is great. It's the time of Jacob's trouble. Jacob's name was changed to Israel. It's the time of modern Jacob or Israel's trouble, the great tribulation. Whoever are those people are going to be in the greatest tribulation in human history. And as I explained in the last program, you need to know the identity of the American and British peoples. We've been blessed, not because we're better, but because Abraham obeyed God. But now God is going to chasten us because we have not used our blessings as we should have done. We're not better than others, but God has certainly blessed us, and we have not lived up to that blessing. It's the time of Jacob's trouble, but he shall be saved out of it. But boy, do we get into it first. For it shall come to pass in that day that I will break his yoke, a yoke of slavery on our peoples, and I will burst your bonds, and foreigners shall no more enslave them, but they shall serve the Lord their God. That is when they're brought back repentant. And David, their king, whom I will raise up for them. David, why this is going to happen in the future. It's going to happen just before the resurrection of King David, the resurrection of the dead. That's when this tribulation comes. And that's when this regathering of Israel comes. It hasn't happened yet. It's going to happen. And King David will be resurrected. He will be resurrected and put back over the peoples of Israel. So this massive tribulation is just ahead of, in our times and will be especially affecting our peoples in America, Canada, and Britain. Why would Almighty God send this awful tribulation on us, my, my friends? Why? Notice what Almighty God says in verses 14 and 15. Here we are, Jeremiah 30, again, verse 14. He tells us, All your lovers, and throughout the Old Testament, God uses that expression repeatedly, for the allies, Israel used to have buy help from the Assyrians and buy help from the Egyptians and try to get allies that way. Rather than relying on God, he called them their national lovers. All your lovers have forgotten you. They do not seek you. For I have wounded you with the wound of an enemy, with the chastisement of a cruel one, for the multitude of your iniquities, because your sins have increased. So we need to think about it very, very much. We as a people, my friends, whether we realize it or not, we have begun to despise God's commandments and His statutes. Our constant lying, our rotten business dealings and cheatings were beat about almost day from our great, you know, manufacturers and our business people and even our politicians, our fornication, our adultery, our perverted sex practices. All these things are a stench and the nostrils of the great God who made us. And God's had about enough. Think about our drunks and our drug addicts. Think about the suffering, the violence, the broken homes, all of this rotten behavior throughout our entire society, a nation that used to call itself Christian. The eternal God is not mocked. He will soon say enough, and he will bring upon us this national punishment that is described right here in your Bible and in Matthew 24, Mark 13, and Luke chapter 21. Again, my friends, this is an end-time event soon to affect your very life. It will affect you whether you believe it or not. You don't have to believe it. It's still going to happen. 
Now notice what God tells our forefathers, and of course this is going to affect us too. He warned our forefathers of this very thing, the fathers of ancient Israel, and we are their descendants. So it pays us to listen. Listen to this. In your Bible, turn back to Leviticus chapter 26. Leviticus 26, beginning in verse 3. God said to our forefathers, If you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and perform them, I will give you rain and season. The land will yield its produce. And he goes on to describe everything will work out well. God will bless you and bless you and bless you if you keep God's commandments and his statutes. But verse 14, if you do not obey me, follow it here in your Bible, verse 14, Leviticus 26. But if you do not obey me and do not observe all these commandments, and if you despise my statutes, or if your soul abhors my judgments, so that you do not perform all my commandments, but break my covenant, I will also do this to you. I will even appoint terror over you. And some translations say it could be translated terrorism. What's the first thing to hit us? The first thing to hit us, as I have been writing this script on 9-11, terrorism. We're in these very end time. I will appoint terror over you, wasting disease. What's one of the worst wasting diseases in modern times? AIDS, because of our terrible sexual sins and related sins of drug addiction and so on. Yes, it's a terrible thing, AIDS. And because we've eaten foodless foods and our food manufacturers have pumped and pumped all kinds of food full of junk, we have cancer. We have cancer and our bodies are wasting with wasting disease and fever, which shall consume the eyes and cause sorrow of heart. And you shall sow your seed in vain, for your enemies shall eat it. Yes, God will cause us to be brought down if we despise his laws. I will set my face against you. You will be defeated by your enemies. That's starting to happen as the other nations around the world are finally getting upset with us and our rotten ways and our, un, our, our unstableness, our instability as a lies anymore. Those who hate you shall reign over you. Yes, they will in the next several years. You will see and you will flee when no one pursues. And God says in verse 18, And after all this, if you do not obey me, then I will punish you seven times, or it can be translated sevenfold more for your sins. We're sinning and sinning and rebelling against God. We're taking the Ten Commandments out of all our buildings. We're taking God out of our public place. We're taking God out of our lives. We despise God for your sins. I will break the pride of your power. We've had great power. We've had confidence in our power. Now that confidence is diminishing because we have turned away from the God of the Bible. I will make your heaven like iron, your earth like bronze, and your strength shall be spent in vain. Your land shall not yield its produce. We're beginning to have terrible forest fires and drought and famine and floods. Nor shall the trees of the land yield their fruit. All this is beginning to happen. It's going to get much, much worse, my friends, unless we wake up and turn to the God of the Bible. At this point, I want to offer you the most popular booklet we have ever published. This is really an outstanding booklet. This booklet is entitled 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return. It will take you step by step through these key events leading right up to Christ's return. 14 signs announcing Christ's return spells out the vital world events you need to watch for announcing Christ's coming to this earth as King of Kings. 
It describes and documents the specific signs even more than I can do in this brief telecast. So call or write today. You can also order this booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. And you can follow us at Tomorrow's World on Facebook and on Twitter. Just ask for your free copy of our exciting booklet on the 14 signs. That's all you need. Call now. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Finally, my friends, as you see these terrible events begin to get underway around in the world and in your life, what should you do? What should you do personally? Turn to Deuteronomy chapter 4 in your Bible, talking to us through our ancient ancestors. Turn to Deuteronomy chapter 4, beginning in verse 25. He says here, When you beget children and grandchildren and have grown old in the land and act corruptly, and make a carved image in the form of anything, if you make any kind of a god out of television, your cars, your homes, possessions, whatever it is, and do evil in the sight of the Lord your God to provoke him to anger, I call heaven and earth to witness against you this day that you will soon utterly perish from the land which you cross over the Jordan to possess. You will not prolong your days in it, but will be utterly destroyed." And the Lord will scatter you from among the people, and you will be left few in number among the nations where the Lord will drive you, and there you will serve. You see, in captivity, you will serve gods, the work of men's hands, wood, stone, which neither see nor hear nor eat nor smell. But notice, but from there, when we go into this coming national captivity, the punishment involved in the great tribulation, from there you will seek the Lord your God, our people will finally wake up and turn to God fervently, finally. And you will find him when? If you seek him with all your heart and with all your soul. If you personally wake up, if you personally go all out to genuinely seek the God of the Bible to do his will, then he will hear and he will answer. And that's what we'd better do now ahead of time if we want to avoid this coming thing that's coming on us and be taken to a place of safety to seek the true God with all your heart and with all your soul when you're in distress and all these things come upon you in the latter days, our time. Understand, my friends, this is for us. So many other scriptures show it means an end time event as well as an early partial fulfillment. In the latter days, when you turn to the Lord your God and obey his voice, Again, please notice Luke's description of this coming tribulation. Turn now to Luke, if you would. Luke 21 and verse 10. 
he says here, then he said, nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there will be great earthquakes, not small earthquakes, great earthquakes this time in various places and famine, pestilences, and there will be fearful sights and great signs in the heavens. And he picks it up here in verse uh, 25. And there will be signs in the sun, moon, and in the stars, and on the earth distress of nations, with perplexity in the sea and the waves roaring. As I said, we saw that in Katrina and other things like that all over this earth, and they're going to be much, much worse in this final event. Men's hearts failing them for fear, and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see Christ coming. They will see the Son of Man coming then in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. My friends, you don't need to be discouraged. Christ is coming. The Christ of the Bible is coming back as King of Kings. You can be grateful for that. But you need to do your part to be ready. You need to do your part to prepare because God warns us here. Christ warns us beginning in verse 34. Drop down to verse 34 if you're following in your Bible. But take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, and the cares of this life, all involved in running around, having fun, making more money, everything but seeking God and the cares of this life, and that day come upon you unexpectedly. It is going to come unexpectedly on the world. They don't get it. God help you to get it, for it will come as a snare, a little trap, like a little animal is trapped in a trap, a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch, therefore, Jesus tells you and me, and pray. We are to pray to God Almighty with all our hearts. Pray always. Why? That you may be counted worthy to escape. There is a way of escape, to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Brethren, there is a way of escape. May God help you to understand. May God help you repent and turn to the true God of the Bible and cry out and ask for His guidance, His help, His leading in your life and give your life to Him and go all out to do that that you may escape these things. This is real. You call right now for your free booklet describing these things in detail. 14 signs announcing Christ's return. It's absolutely free. Call now and tune in, my friends, every week to Tomorrow's World program. On this program, you will gain precious information and insights available nowhere else. Richard Ames and I will give you understanding of current events and of the exciting prophecies of tomorrow's world. We also invite you to join our fellow presenters, Wallace Smith and Rod King. They will give you special perspective and insight on vital biblical topics. So be sure to join us again next week right here at this same time. See you right here, my friends, next week. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown.
To view today's program, order the free literature offered, or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.